I mean, we're not talking about dating today, but <laughs> let me let me just say, men and women, it's just I feel like it should be a field of study to see how easy it is for us to talk ourselves out of a serious relationship or a possibility of a serious relationship while dating. Because I mean, well, men, I think it's though I can admit, like, hey, it's it's a little it's a little easier for men. I think we have a handicapped, but women. Y'all, mm, definitely can say it's it's also just as easy. Not just as easy. Just as easy. I don't think so. Are, they, are we talking about relationships or because you We're said talking it about like... Beginning phases. We're talking about like, hey, how's it going? Um, let me take you out on a date. We're talking about first date conversations. Oh, that I say yes. Because I think we, most women have more intentions on being serious, more serious than guys sometimes so yeah i can understand that but like i think guys just be on some weirdo shit too women don't be on weirdo shit i mean none of the girls i know <laughs> oh weirdo yeah shit. yeah yeah that's what i'm about to say <laughs> i don't that's know who say. you be coming in contact with that's but what i feel like say. it's mm-hmm. a lot more weird guys than there are weird girls out there plus bullshit you know if we're if we're talking if we're bullshit. we're saying relationship aside but we're just talking about uh the physical aspect like you know doing the grown-up i feel like it takes a whole lot for a guy to be like i'm not i'm not fucking with her i'm not i'm not because guys would do a fucking a bat if it gave them the time of day sometimes i resent that i don't believe it i'm just we have standards we definitely have standards that's bullshit not a lot of y'all. Not a lot of y'all. Wow. I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I feel like you guys have your quote unquote standards when you try to get into a serious relationship. Ooh, okay. But- okay. So wait, let me rephrase that. So then that men talk themselves out of pussy, but some women talk themselves out of a serious relationship with men. Fair. Mm. Fair assessment. Bam fair assessment bam because i mean there's some things there's some key points that we definitely look for in a date where it's like yo i mean if if i did not initiate conversation about your ex and you just randomly bring it up and that goes on for like five minutes plus boop i don't know you might have popped out on the other side on of the first date on the first date Ladies, are y'all really out here talking about your ex on first dates? Calm down. Mm. If, if there's some sense of like unladylike conduct, boop, it might be. Um. Okay, popular. elaborate on that. What are you? What is your standard of quote unquote ladylike conduct? I would just like to know, considering you're not a lady. So. So if we're having good conversation, you know, mm-hmm. we're 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 having some laughs, we're sharing some stories, and you decide to bring up farting. <laughs> bowel movements how like you really gotta drop a deuce right here right now yeah that, bro think- that ain't even on some like oh that's not ladylike that's just nasty that don't have if you start if i go on a date with a dude and he starts talking about that like i'm turned off too so that's not like oh mm. you can't label that as ladylike unladylike hey it's just nasty you're just Ooh. nasty hey of course, clearly he's not getting the dick, but mm, 
I don't know if I'm going to be with you. Gross. Mm. I don't know if they're saving for that either. No, I don't know. I don't know if you can come back for that. You're talking, of course, you know, manner stuff, like smacking with the mouth open, being like just slick remarks underneath your breath, and we can hear it just like, oh, man, this hostess thinks she, she thinks she's some shit. Like, what? That, again, that even, don't classify as lady. Like, that person's just hostile. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> All right, well, hostile. Ain't, yeah, like, don't put us into, like, I hate that. Don't be like, like oh, I, that's really unladylike. Like, no, say it for what it is. That bitch just got anger issues. Like, they ain't got nothing to do with the rest of us. Like, I think it definitely has something to do with over-communicating. Like, I don't need to know everything, my G. Man, over-communicating under communicating shit not communicating Woo. problems problems biggest pet peeve so yeah gentlemen you know don't don't try to talk yourself out of pussy you know women don't don't well i think that's more of a panel discussion about that we can we don't have to table we that don't table that man let me write that in the in the show journal real quick because hey we got we got something there but got some comedy gold there Hot fire. Oh, man. Uh, Anyways, if y'all haven't figured out by now, we will be talking about communication this episode. Ain't that right, Sush? Yep. So, let's start the show. It's your girl Vanessa Dene. And it's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And you're tuning into Love Yours, the podcast. This is Love Yours, the podcast. Thank This is Vanessa Dene. This is Swoosh Knight. And this is W the Buckass. Are you done? Yeah, that's the intro, right? Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like that, but I guess. <laughs> Anyways, alright. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, y'all? This is Love Yours the Podcast, a podcast that promotes black mental health. Black mental wealth. And black mental stability. And they will forever be out of reach until you love yours. Burr, 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 burr. Burr, burr. I was waiting for you to come in with that, but you, you took too long, so it was awkward silence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it won't be when I finish editing it. Hey. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, leave it there, just so it'll make it even funnier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, y'all. With the holidays coming, and even though it is Rona season, it still gives way for communication to be a major issue between people. And when I say communication being an issue between, I, I, I say between people as opposed to in relationships because it can affect you, your family, you and your significant other, you and your peers. So communication is something that can affect every aspect of your life when it comes to interacting with people. So we figured why not set you guys up for success and give you some basic skills to help you communicate not so basic yeah, yeah, yeah. you know because we're being know. basic out here all right you know you know being able to express yourself clearly 
and being able to listen well can help you avoid a great deal of stress in your closest relationships. Unfortunately, we are more likely to communicate ineffectively at times when we need to get our point across. In fact, communication itself often is a major source of difficulty. When we feel pressured, we may not keep our partner, peers, or family up to date. Often, we fail to listen properly because we are preoccupied. But effective communicating our feelings and ideas can prevent unnecessary misunderstandings and tension. Effective communication becomes even more crucial during high-stress times, such as holidays. Hence, our episode. Little things can seem much bigger on important days, which come with high expectations. A word. Yeah. A word. I think we all need healthy communication, mostly because it's a key component within relationships. And as we pursue our own connection with others, as well as defend ourselves. What did you say, Nay? Uh, yeah, 100%. Communication has different levels to it. Mm -hmm. It's not just as black and white as it seems. Um, So being aware of that definitely helps and goes a long way when you are trying to maintain hey, for the most a healthy part, I definitely feel like way it's, of communicating. It's something that we use being black all the time as we, you know, navigate our dual consciousness. Mmm. <laughs> Drop that little psychology mm-hmm. on there. Because we are in a world where we must navigate two identities. Being black and... Being Dose. within these white people in the rest of the world, we must be able to, one, speak for ourselves and in a way that is acceptable for both parties, whether it be a-a-ve speech. Oh, God. <laughs> I literally hate that term. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to keep it together. It's all right. I know the what buttons to push, oh. so I had I had to get a reaction and a name. And of course, you know, we got a <laughs> hello. Uh, hell, how's it going? Um, this is Jeremiah Knight, and I was wondering if I could come in for an interview. We need to switch up, switch it up. The code switch. You know, gotta be able to live in these both worlds while also maintaining a level of control because who. People be trying you. Mm, and there'd be a lot of out-of-body experiences real quick. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all know. You listen to my you listen to our podcast. You know I'm a gangster. I'm a th- I'm a whole thug out here. <laughs> and I promise you, on a daily basis, people really be testing my gangster. And I have to, you know, take a deep breath and realize, like, all right, nay. <laughs> what we can't do right now is cuss them out because you'll be unemployed. We have rent to pay. Um, So, (laughs) you know, being able to communicate in an effective manner has definitely gone a long way with keeping me employed. (laughs) It's saving your life and keeping us out of jail. Man. (laughs) Out of jail. That's the one right there. Out of jail. Because I could have been a couple of times by now. Oh, man. And of course, you know, we definitely have had to, it's been very important for our communication to be able to set boundaries. No. (laughs) Cheryl, you cannot touch my hair. Man. No. And advocate for our needs of just, hey, I don't feel like I'm getting an equal share of things or 
I feel like there's not enough equality, equity in this room. Or just choosing things not to say, of course. Control. Articulation. All of that. All of the above. Um, Especially when you need to press some niggas. Because, <laughs> man. So we're going to hit y'all with a couple of scenarios. Just to kind of, like, get your wheels turning to think about some different things. Number one. <clears throat> For years, your mother has insisted on inviting everyone she knows to come over for holiday dinners. You, being an introvert, dread this every year, but because holidays are always at your mother's house, you do not say anything. You just deal with the anxiety of having to interact with these people you consider to be strangers. Because, I mean, you only deal with them when they at your mama's house. Other than that, you don't know these people. <laughs> this year, Holiday dinner is at your house. You don't want all of those people in your house. But you're also terrified to tell your mother she cannot tell all her friends to come to your house. What do you do? You can't just tell a black mom, hey mom, don't be inviting all them Negroes to my house, man. (laughs) Like, you can't say that. You want to. You really you want, want to. to. But, but that's not it's it's probably not gonna go over so well. You for wake you. up in next week. Man. With a whole bunch of people in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Twice as much now, just right? to make up. Right? Just because you tried you tried your mama's gangster. Next, you and your partner are enjoying a nice evening in the house. You ask them, Hey, what do you want to watch on Netflix? One thing leads to another. And now you guys are arguing. Full-fledged argument. Like, don't even make sense. They say that you never listen to them. You get mad offended. You storm out. Over the next few days, you and your significant other are continuing to argue via text message. How do you fix this? Mm. Jay, you want to take the the next scenario? Say you've been with your man for so long. And when you met with him, he was a very vigor, smart intuitive man but after you guys moved in and some time has passed this guy he's been on the couch (laughs) lost his job he wants to talk to you about you know developing this app (laughs) and yet you can feel like your relationship is just dwindling and instead of talking to him about it you decide to go see your homeboy at his studio and smash stop it (laughs) Mm. This is not what you were supposed to say. That's spite. I'm just saying, hey, I'm just, hey, I'm just here. Give exa- scenarios. Give examples. Hey, oh this is what it God. is. And then that nigga finds out. <laughs> and then what? You was over here trying to cover up the lie with your friend. Trying to keep these two apart. But you knew you should have talked to him. Mm. Or, you know. Your friend upset you. You guys had a disagreement. And, uh, you know, she did some foul shit. Ended up taking you to the club. You guys had fun. She drove her boo, messaged her. She left the club, left you there, texted you maybe like 30 minutes later because you hadn't seen her in a while. 
oh, I went to my man's house. You can find a ride back, right? <laughs> she meets up with you. You explain your side. And she says, I'm sorry you feel offended. That's it. I'm oh. sorry you feel offended. And then you proceed to hop over the table and smack the shit out of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't do that. Poor communication. Hey, that's what it is. That is, that is part. I'm sorry that you're mad. I'm sorry you feel that way. Not that I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry you feel that way. <coughs> That's grounds for getting an ass whooping. So, I mean, hey, we got to educate he you guys said, here. And then you proceed to jump over the table. I can't with you, bro. Or if you're developing this whole, like, big event, major moves. Because, you know, this is the biggest thing that you've ever done before. And you know that your best friend's boyfriend, you know, has reach has connections to big artists that could perform at your event and so you approach your best friend she says nah i don't think it's a good time i don't want to approach him about that and so you proceed to ask you know your significant other hey do you know anybody he knows best friend's boyfriend and so he asks oh boy for a hookup your best friend's upset. She approaches you aggressively. By language, tense. You don't see the problem with it. She steps you extra harder. That anger would come out of you. <laughs> what do you do? I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all are wondering why I'm laughing, clearly this man has picked up every scenario that he used from Insecure. <laughs> over the seasons why not um, but i mean hey why I'll, not? Let you, I'll let you have it because they're good scenarios they are they're good scenarios on it and great examples on why it's important to be able to communicate in a healthy way because you can end up cheating because <laughs> you feuding with your significant other or just you know cussing somebody out for no reason ruining your best friend events or, you know, to simpler scenarios like mine. Being afraid to tell your mama she can't have everybody in your house. Oh, wait. There's another one. Okay. One more. Go ahead. Your girlfriend is having oh, a God. Friendsgiving. Oh. And. And. She says all these people are going to be there. It's going to be like a nice time. You ask. Should I come? She says, if you want to. In a later argument, she says she didn't invite you. You invited yourself. You then proceed to fuck your ex. <laughs> I just want to say, you make insecure sound... So just trifling. <laughs> these because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> what do you mean? I invited myself. What do you mean? I mean. <laughs> nah. Fuck that shit. That's communication. <laughs> that is. Uh, that makes you so mad. 
I mean, if he would have picked up on body language. Her body language said, you're invited. I want you to come. It did. It did. It did. It did. No. You know what? We're going to argue to this date. This is. It did. (laughs) It didn't. (laughs) It did not say bring your ass home. It It did. Then why didn't she just say no? Like. Because she too does not know how to communicate. (sighs) The two people who do not know how to communicate. That is why. He didn't know how to communicate. No. Not with the should I come? Do you want me to come? Do you want me to come? That's not what he said. He said, should I come? And she said, neither yes, neither no. She said, in my mind, that's no. Just because I know people don't know how to communicate correctly. Like, if you don't tell me straight up, yeah, come. Or you'd be like, oh, babe, like, da-da-da-da. Like, I'm not coming. I'm not going to invite myself. This is making me bad all over again. You know <laughs> what? You can get real quiet. <laughs> you know what? Let's go. Let, I need. Okay. Let's educate these people before we have right, another guys. one of these situations. Another one. So we're going we're gonna to give you guys some basic communication. <sighs> communication skills um so making a conscious effort to practice the following basic communication skills all right first listening effective listening requires concentration tolerance and sensitivity concentration means focusing solely on what the speaker is saying tolerance involves keeping an open mind to what the other person is saying rather than being judgmental or defensive. Sensitivity means taking on board the feelings being expressed as well as the words. Under stress, you are less likely to listen well. It's a good habit to ask your partner to repeat what he or she said if you doubt that you fully understood. Being a good listener means you will be kept better informed. True that. Because if anything, if... If anything could piss people off, it's for them to go on a long speech, a long rant, and then you say, I'm sorry, can you repeat all of that all over again? Right. So, and and that's like, I guess the wording of this can kind of throw you off saying like, oh, you know, if you're under stress, you're less, less likely to listen well, and it's a good habit to ask them to repeat themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like there are times where like, sometimes your mind is in another place your stress so it's perfectly fine for you to ask them to you know whoa, whoa, wait hey can you back up don't wait till all the way to the end after like a 10 minute rant for them to respond yeah. jump right in many people are willing and understanding that oh wait let me back up a little bit and to make sure that i get all this i want to get all this i want you to know that your words are important to me because feeling heard is oh man that is that a love language? I feel I like, feel like the it gesture should be. <laughs> it just should like, be a love language. Man, the feeling that you get from being heard and understood is goes beyond. So if you need to slow them down or have them start back, feel free to do so. Because I know a lot of people are worried about that. They're worried yeah, that, like, you know. Like, oh, I don't want to interrupt. Mm-hmm. No, like, it's okay. As long as you do it respectfully. respectfully. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. As long as you do it respectfully, it is a-okay to ask someone during their time of speaking to be like, hey, uh, kind of didn't really understand that part. Can you repeat it for me? Like if you, I feel like me personally, if I'm talking to someone and, you know, we're in a confrontation kind of thing and I'm not understanding and I say like, hey, can you repeat that? I didn't really understand or vice versa. If I'm saying something and they stop me and those are the words that they say to me, I'm not going to be offended. Mm -hmm. But it's all about how you present that. You can't be like, what the fuck you just say? Like that, that is not a healthy way mm -hmm. to ask someone to repeat themselves. A again, hence the effective listening requires concentration, tolerance, and sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very respectful when you are interrupting someone to ask them to repeat themselves. Right. Because I mean, what we talk about in therapy is like reflecting. A lot of it is reflecting and saying, you know, I, I heard this. Is that correct? Right. Even if it's just like just checking that you understand it correctly and you're not mixing up your wires or anything or that you misheard something or misinterpreted it. Because mm -hmm. I know some people, it's very easy for them to be like, all right, I'm going to listen to this first two seconds and I'm going to plan my rebuttal and exactly. then I'm going to jump at it. And it's like, whoa, you missed the, the whole like forest for the trees. Yeah, so it's that's when people are listening to respond. Um, don't do that. <laughs> don't do, don't that. do that. <laughs> like, I got nothing else to say. Just don't do that. Don't do that. Because <laughs> man, because that's when it. Well, that's when shit gets out of hand, and it just becomes a rapid, just roll downhill. Like, because <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, if we all did that, I mean, it would be like, okay, we're on a road trip. Nay and I. We both know we're going to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. If Nay starts out, I think we both separate cars. We both start out. And two minutes later, I'm in Las Vegas and she's in Los, Los Angeles. Clearly, she heard loss and right? went somewhere else. Right? Like, we need to both end up in the same place if we need to, ha so we can have this conversation or a conversation. Exactly. Because it could be like, yo. Hey, I think we need new mics. And then it's like, whoa, we need a whole new podcast. What? <laughs> it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? Yeah. So it's very, very important that you are listening to understand as opposed to listening to respond. Two different things. man. Next one. Expressing yourself. First, you need to listen to yourself to know what you want to get across. If you feel confused. Spend a few minutes going over your thoughts. Then you will be ready to state your message clearly, honestly, and constructively. Avoid negative generalizations about the other person. In arguments, attempt to stay on topic, which is the real problem. <laughs> and avoid generalizing. Avoid negative generalizations generalizations about the other person in arguments attempt to stay on topic which is the real problem and avoid generalizations point scoring and venting your anger just to calm yourself down positive resolutions will not come from attacking i'm gonna say that part one more time positive <laughs> resolutions will not come from attacking learn when to give feedback and how to say no to unreasonable demands expressing yourself 
the way you want to is going to be major key for one to keep people listening because the slightest words or the slightest saying things too rashly can send people into, you know, defensive mode. And so they're going to stop listening to you because they're already going to start rebuttaling already. Exactly. I think recently I've worked with a client and, and mom about how mom needs to think about her reactions. It can't be just so-and-so brings her friends over every day and it's so fucking annoying and I just want to like have my own house, my own space because I know, I, you know that when you have guests over, you have to act different. There's a constant like pressure for you to be a certain way. And instead of Keenan meeting Kane that saying, no, don't bring your friends over because they're fucking annoying, makes client defensive and then like argue back. And you know what? I'm just going to bring them over anyways. They'll be quiet. And that misses the whole point. You don't get what you want. They don't get what they want. And then you can't negotiate from there. So slowing things down, talking it out. Using I statements are always key in that. I feel. When you, and I wish that you could, blank, blank, blank. Or I wish that we could, blank, blank, blank. You know, it's so funny that you broke it down like that, because that reminds me, I don't know, I, I may have brought it up, I may have brought it up on the podcast before, but do you remember having, like, conflict resolution assemblies in elementary school? <laughs> assemblies? Yeah. I remember doing that in like these past work jobs and stuff. Really? Like, these past jobs. And we just, really like... had that in, in our um at elementary school and they were called conflict resolution managers and they would like you would appoint some in each class and literally I remember it. This is how I know how to communicate with people <laughs> because I every time in my head I use it in my program with my kids. It's just like Hey, such and such, I feel mad when you blah, 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 or I feel whatever when you do this. And then the, your response is supposed to be, I understand you feel this way because I did such and such. In the future, I will blank, blank, blank. And like, literally, that's why it's like, it blows my mind when people don't understand how to like... <laughs> how to communicate like that i'm just like did y'all not have those assemblies was it just my school but hey you think it's funny like when you're a kid or whatever you think it's corny but look at me i'm full adult here and i find myself being like hey that's a basic setup of how you can communicate in a healthy manner without like you know hurting anyone's feelings letting them know what the issue is and when it comes to giving feedback and and setting boundaries with those demands that, you know, you don't feel like giving into. Let loose, my G. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, okay. I'll, I'll... Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, we need to unpack because th that one is, ooh, okay. It's a slippery That's slope, a whole my other G. Thing. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it is okay. I think, hmm, how can I word this? Um, so. But wait, wait, feedback. Yes. If it's negative criticism or constructive well, constructive criticism, we're going to think positive. Constructive criticism or advice or an honest opinion. Yo, please make sure that shit lands softly because some of y'all just talk way too harsh and that shit lands hard and sharp. Read the room. Like, uh, like I think, I think borderline before. think that, you know, because you can see what's next. I feel like that should have been before this. <laughs> But read the room and yes, mm -hmm. you're not supposed to like 
you know, positive resolutions will not come from attacking. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there is a very much a difference between positive criticism and just being mean. <laughs> like, Bro. like <laughs> there's no other way for me to put it. People just, you know, tearing someone down. There's a difference. There's a difference. I'm assuming that we're going to talk from a positive place and that, you know, you have to give a certain, you know, advice to somebody or, you know, you have to tell them an honest truth or you have to like. So-and-so brings you their mixtape and they want to know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I consistently my time in therapy and I think one of the pieces that I've learned with my whole uh, experience in psychology you know, heading into therapy is, was one, like, you know, people are going to react through action. And I believe that that was what I was looking for this whole time, you know, going through undergrad and everything was like, if someone walks through the library, drops a paper, there's going to be a number of varying responses to it, mm-hmm. whether it's the person's closest to them. And then from, you know, to the person that's far away from like watching, mm-hmm. there's a reaction either like, sympathetically or actual like compassion and gestures and action mm-hmm. as i continued in counseling i began to realize how you word things is important as fuck mm-hmm. not just that words matter how you word things is important mm-hmm. so from that place i was been i have been able to consider my words and as if they hold weight cuz they do and if they are rounded corners or if they're sharp as fuck that is you know what bravo sir that is a great way to put that so if your boy comes through and says hey man you know i sent you that mixtape you know what you think of it and you say that shit is fucking trash like hot garbage my g stop it you're not gonna make it keep keep your day job bro like no that ain't it because you can't, you mm-hmm. can't just go up on people like that. <laughs> so you busted the window, took a shard of glass and just. Zzz, zzz. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't do your mans like that. A, a different approach would be like, uh, give me an example. Cause I'm going to tell you if your shit is trash. <laughs> how, how would, how no, would you go about like, saying that in a nicer way? I, I, there's some beats that I like, but I, I don't, I didn't like it, my man. I, it may not be for me. Nah, you just a hater, bro. You always been a hater. You always been jealous of me, Jay. <laughs> well, there, you know, track number two was pretty good, but I mean, that's the only one I like, you know. And it, but it might be for somebody else. You know, I say keep keep her honing at it, you know. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell, he said ten thousand hours. You, have you got to put more? I would keep try. keep keep going, and you know, like you got it. Like oh, okay, like I listened to it, man. You know. Definitely some dope beats. The beats were fire. I can see that you are putting in the time to um, mm-hmm. improve. It's definitely improving. You're you're getting there. Well, you almost got it, man. You almost got it. Keep keep working, bro. Keep working. Now, don't lie. Don't flat out lie. But I didn't you flat know, out lie. come what on. If they, what if it wasn't as trash as his first mixtape? <laughs> My G's working, man. <laughs> so what you're saying is sometimes you got to look for the good and really you know yeah. capitalize it. Yeah, like you. Try and like okay, so for instance, do it that oh, way, or you can take the the we call it the Oreo approach. Like when you have to talk to parents and let them know that their mm-hmm. kids are fucking bad. Like 
<laughs> you know, sometimes it's it's very overwhelming to hear so much negative stuff about your child. So you got to sandwich that. Like, so it's just like, mm-hmm. hey, like we started off pretty good today. Uh, it got rough in the middle. Um, about three o'clock, Sierra started with the behavior things. But I, I talked to her, gave her a warning, and she was able to turn it around. So we definitely ended up, ended the day on a positive note. Yeah, she she did all her homework. Everything's good to go. Can't wait to see mm-hmm. her tomorrow. Sounds much better. That's a much nicer way for me to tell you that for the past hour and 50 minutes, your kid been acting a whole damn ass and I had to check her ass. <laughs> and now she good. Like, there's a whole... Mm-hmm. Di- that sounded way different, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's other ways with the Oreo. He can always, you know, say, hey, yo... You know, you're you're a great worker. I really appreciate you being here. But man, like, we really need you to interact with the kids more. We really need you to, like, be more part of the team. And I know you can do it. You know, I really I really see qualities in you, blah, 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 that you can do it. So let me know if tomorrow. you need any help, any, mm-hmm. any guidance. That's what we're here for. Ooh, if you add the help piece to it, it always that definitely you know, always gets on. Because we're... We're we're a team, and that I think that's what a lot of people want to communicate when they're giving constructive criticism. Like I want, I'm here for you. Like it's not, I'm not leaving with this, and I'm not shanking you and leaving you out in the desert right. like by yourself. Like no, right. I'm I'm here with Let you. I'm willing to help you now. Bleed out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, some people can just tune this part out and be like, you know, nah. But please, please, if anything, God forbid. Please don't say, well, that won't work for me. You know, I'm just a blunt personality. You know, I just say what say what's on my mind and tell it like it is. You are trash. <laughs> please, like, to say that, I'm, uh, please excuse the fact that I have not developed control or consideration for other people's feelings. You know, great. I, I should then be able to get a free pass to say hurtful shit. Yeah, no, that's that you're you're just trash. Just trash. All right, just so trash. so let's let's reel it in. How do you say no to any unreasonable demands that someone may be asking of you? How do you say no in a constructive, positive, healthy way? Now that I think about it, I think this is one of those this is one of the pieces within uh Actually, I haven't talked to too many people about this, but I mean, growing up for me, my parents have always been church going people. They've always been accommodating people. So they didn't necessarily demonstrate the whole, it's okay to say no and not feel guilty about. Mm -hmm. At the same time, if I said no, I was going to get that ass whooped. Facts. So there's these two extremes of, if I say no, I'm going to experience casualties. Mm -hmm. And it's always good to help. So then it kind of pushes us a little bit closer to always accommodating for people or always giving up more than we should to people just because of these two pressing forces. Yeah, they're like the extreme ends of mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. You notice that broadened across the black community? or um, I would have to agree. Um, if I'm just applying that to myself, like I'm... 30 um in my 30s 
I'll say. (laughs) And I just developed the ability to tell my mother no on certain things. And you know what I'm saying? I haven't lived with my mom in years. You feel me? Being independent. So you would think like, hey, I'm out of the house type of thing. Like I can set those boundaries with her. But no, this just started. And it's funny that I'm actually thinking about this. Because just last week, actually, is when I had a conversation with her about certain things. And basically, she was pretty much just like, oh, you know, like making an observation about someone, about another friend, like, oh, you know, because she treat her kids like they kids, you know, type of thing, like, like they babies, like, good for them getting a spot or whatever. And I was just like, in my mind... I said it, but I said it out loud, too. I was just like, look at the pot calling the kettle black. And she was like, excuse me? And I was like, oh, shit. I said it out loud. Uh, right? I that was you know, in my head. Like, damn, damn. self control. Let's, let's, let's do that. But yeah, so we had to address it. And I was just like, you know, mom, if I really look at a lot of things in my life, for instance, I brought up me moving out of California. I'm like, had I not had so much fear of disappointing you or making you sad, I would have left California years ago. And she was just like, what are you talking about? I told you to live your life. I'm like, mom, I just heard them words from you in the past, like six months. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just gave you permission. And I'm like, and then it's not even a, it's not even a like, yeah, nay, go ahead and do that. It's like, oh yeah, move out there and then I'm gonna come too. Like, no, <laughs> I want to go alone. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had to really talk to her and I'm like, I don't think you guys understand like as black parents, like the the older generation, I don't really think they understand how much like anxiety and pressure they have like placed on us because we're so afraid to disappoint them like so not even disappoint them but so afraid to not want to do or voice that we don't want to do what they want to do like that's just not an option and we're grown we're grown but Mm -hmm. still afraid of the afraid of the backlash like afraid that if i tell my mom like damn i don't want to do xyz you know she's gonna guilt trip me gonna be all sad or like just the wording on how she asks for things. For instance, Thanksgiving. Mom wants Thanksgiving to be at her house. My mother lives three hours away. It is an extreme inconvenience to try and have Thanksgiving at her house. Now, I was like, you know, we'll see, Mom. Uh, I, I gotta try and figure some things out. Like, we'll see. And she was like, I told your sibling, if it's the last thing I get, I want to have I want to have Thanksgiving here. Like, why do you have to word things like that? Like, and she was like, <laughs> if yes, it's my last day bro, on earth, that's exactly I want how she got at me. And I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> if I were to drop dead exactly. tomorrow. And I'm like, mom, I would- <laughs> we just had this conversation about how you guilt people. She was like, what are you talking about? All I said is I wanted to. Have- I was like, yeah, but then you had to throw extra on it and be like if it's the last thing i get i want to have thanksgiving here at my house with my family because i was supposed to move like damn if i were to die in my sleep tonight i would wish it was the day after yeah so it's just like you have to like being able to develop that 
courage <laughs> to be like, I'm listening to you, but you know, in consideration, like these things are the negative affecting uh, or negatively affecting me. So I can't necessarily do what it is you want me to do. Being able to affect that, to, to communicate that effectively is like, it's tough. It is something that you do have to work mm. at. Yeah, because I definitely can see like this skill advocating for myself, whether it be for a higher wage or whether it be for, no, I, I'm not going to come in or I'm not going to stay here right. after hours because I don't need the money to help you. Right. Or I'm, I'm not going to do extra work because this person mm-hmm. is slacking and I do superior work than they do. No. Like, I'm not, that doesn't come until after you either exit the black household or until like you reach that like young hey, adulthood no lie it's almost like it makes you feel like hey i'm really out here adulting blood like <laughs> when i say no and it's like yeah like i said no and i meant that shit man oh man shout out to the parents that can teach that you know because now now my mom is like what you say no i'm like yeah mom but i only been saying no for like a year and a half that'll make no sense <laughs> like Mm-hmm. yeah we should survey some people and see if that's a thing like because man i definitely definitely for me it's, it was hard to get to that point and being like i can say no and wait i'm not getting consequences right? where, where you got like ptsd where you be like no nah, i don't want to do that and then you get prepared to get hit <laughs> like damn or that like we just like dang i just left it's been like 30 minutes since i said no and it's like dang, should i go back and change my mind yeah so it, it takes a minute to get there even if it's like the fear of like I said no and that person's gonna be like oh yeah she's they're definitely gonna cheat like you're gonna have to like be able to like know that this is best for you you have to know that you're saying no Mm -hmm. for a reason not because you want to be a dick or you want to hurt somebody or be in spite but it's just actually because you're protecting Mm -hmm. yourself and And that is always okay to protect yourself and your energy okay because you got to love yours. Next skill, interpreting body language. It is inherently difficult to explain nonverbal communication in words, yet it is a central form of communication. It is possible to understand how the other person is receiving your message through clues in his or her movements. We pick, on, we pick up on these clues all the time without realizing it, but sometimes we ignore the messages. When you are talking, watch your, per- watch your partner for signs of understanding, distraction, confusion, or even boredom, and adapt your behavior accordingly. Be aware of crossed arms and avoidance of eye contact. If this is happening, you might need to alter your approach. So I said this earlier. Read the room, people. And this is like, yeah, it says like, oh, with your partner, this can go from any any type of relationship. Friends, peers, coworkers, uh, family. Body language is definitely a thing. When Lawrence asked Condola, should I come? Her body language Fuck was saying, no. It yeah, wasn't. I want it really to- wasn't. She... She they in weren't the in the bed. Dead in they his were face. in the kitchen. She was in the bed. They were he in was... the kitchen. She looked at him and was like, sure. No. 
She didn't even look at... That's what I'm saying, bro. I I don't know if we watched two different scenes, but she wasn't looking. It was like a... I felt like she had like a nervous eye look on her face. Like, it was just like, I mean, if you want to. Like, that's how her response... There was no I mean... That's how her response was, bro. There was no I mean, bro. Still, if... Okay. Jeremiah. (laughs) Sir. She said, sure. Yes. She said, if you want to. If I feel like, okay, if I'm in a new relationship and it's not necessarily a relationship because we haven't had that talk that we are together. You know what I mean? And you're talking about how your friend's giving or your friend, like whatever dinner is going to be lit and your who, who and all is coming and all of that stuff. And you didn't say, like, you haven't said anything to me before then. Like, I'm not going to ask you, should I come? Then why would you tell me? Then why would you We're just talking. It's very much possible. Again, first stages, you wouldn't bring it up. First, not necessarily. If you didn't want me to go, you wouldn't tell me. No, that's not a thing. I can literally be... Being open and communicating with you, just letting you know, like, hey, this is what I'll be doing such and such weekend. Like, it could have been a conversation like that, which is low-key how their conversation was going. Like, and then he was just like, yeah, should I come? No, bro. You sh- Like, I blame her. Yes, she should have been like, no, bro, you shouldn't come. But, you know, I, I think it's both of their lack of picking up on... Or lack of knowing how to communicate. His lack of picking up and interpreting body language and her lacking the skills to be like, hey, no, like, mm, probably not. It's too soon. Mm, mm, mm. Of course. You would say. I don't even like Gorgonzola, Condola. okay? So don't, don't, don't come mm-hmm. at me like that because <laughs> I don't even like her. Uh, no. Anyways. Yeah, by. Body language, key. The other two pieces, you know, that you also kind of pay attention for yourself is also, of course, yeah, what your partner is giving off. But usually you can pick that up with your intuition. That's a big yeah. key piece. If you feel like in the room, it feels tense. You, it feels like your partner is crunching up, partner, getting ready for peer, battle. They seem tense. Family member. Supervisor, etc. Mom. Yeah. If she looking around the room looking for something to grab, right? if she's probably looking a bad for sign. something like, to hey. throw, she probably get out of there. Mm. Like, yeah. like let that go, let that go. Same for you. Be mindful about where you're at, where your emotions are. If you're starting to feel tense, because usually your body is the first sign. The, your feet are the first things to show, kind of like what's your up. Feet. Never heard yep. that. Feet give away a lot. If you like bouncing your legs. That's like, oh, yo, okay. That makes sense. I'm trying to talk to you about something. Like, yo, what what's going on here? Like, you getting an ant for something. Then again, I was also the kid that got yelled at for like, well, what are you doing? You you getting a froggy? <laughs> well, well, jump then. Yeah, body language. It, I, it's funny. I, like, I was sitting here thinking like, I know damn well my mom was picking up on body language then. Because, <laughs> bro, yo. like, or she just didn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> not when she's talking to me. Because I am, like, a very, 
I've gotten better. I, I don't really do it as much anymore because I know how to communicate and like I I don't let things build up like I used to. But like younger me would like I would get teary eyed like like I'm clearly in distress like clearly I'm just like you know getting like super lightheaded because I just can't I want to explode it's just tension just anxiety but yeah like tears. And my mom's favorite line, what you crying for? Like, fuck, I'm not even crying yet. Right, like, right. Jesus Christ, lady. <laughs> that was my mom's favorite line. I'm just like, you definitely didn't pick up on body language. Like, no cues. And mm. it's funny because I'm like, I'm sitting here now just like, I know. I've said it before on the show. I'm like, I know my face need deliverance as far as like being able to like, I, I probably don't have a poker face like i i definitely wear my emotions on my face Woo. but then hey you better watch yeah. that smart like oh you rolling your eyes like nah i got an eyelash in my head <laughs> so it's just like yes i have always oh. i'm just like i thought it was something new but apparently i've always been like that if i really think about it <laughs> um but yeah like picking up on like when someone isn't receiving your message well like you can tell when someone is Mm. not necessarily listening to you try to express yourself or if they are doing the whole listening to respond type of thing so just make sure that you're on a good positive plane you know what i mean like try to take some of the tension out of the situation and out of the room Mm mm-hmm be mindful for your tone as well. Yes, tone is everything. I think uh, definitely if you're coming in a little hard and fast and loud, because there's definitely some people that are like, I'm not yelling, you're yelling. And it's like, bro. Man. Yeah. My mama. <laughs> <laughs> and she stayed being like, I just talk like this. No, you don't. You're yelling right now. Like, God, stop. <laughs> At the same time, also reassure yourself that if your voice starts to crack or something gets really emotional that like it's okay you can you can take your when time it, when it feels like your it. throat is you know just closing on you getting real tight you can't swallow your spit calm down take it's a deep okay. breath it's, okay. it's all right just gather mm-hmm. yourself gather yourself yeah we would much rather you take the time to gather yourself than try and press through that because that's when you can kind of get in that area where you make it a battle zone where you start mm-hmm. attacking as opposed to being able to communicate in a healthy manner and then if they can't hold that space for you or they can't take you seriously even if you your voice crackles then maybe they just ain't worth having th- those conversations with so right that's probably probably the sign well and it's okay so <laughs> separate thing but if you're like me and you like to, as you hear people and you listen and you try to go within yourself and like take what they said and kind of fit it into like how you feel and check in with yourself as they're talking, mm-hmm. be mindful of that because that's definitely giving them something. So you kind of have to be able to also come out and be like, oh, wait, I'm listening. I'm I'm processing. So just give them a heads up because, I mean, I'm the only one that I know that does that. And I'm hoping other people are doing it too. Can you break that down further for me? Because I might do it as well. Okay, so. As we discussed in our introduction. There was a 
gentlewoman who decided <laughs> to um, okay. share with me uh, several fart jokes and um, mm, several fart jokes. Is this what we want to do right now? Upon further uh, expression, because I expressed my feelings towards it mm-hmm. and how I felt it was a turnoff, it was then placed upon me that I only see a problem with that only because I've never dealt with any direct women. <clears throat> that quite often, this is the first time I've ever dealt with a direct woman as her. I think when you told me that, I asked, does she know you have a podcast with me as your co-host? <laughs> and then she proceeded to say, don't you feel like that's pretty harsh? That really hurts me. I mean, why would you use such words as turn off? I mean, think of my feelings. Of course, my face is blank and I'm going inside with myself. I can feel myself kind of just like I know how I look and it looks like I'm staring off into space. So I had to bring myself back to earth and say, hey, you know what? I'm processing this. I'm listening to you. Please continue. But I'm I'm seeing where this fits. So you be having not so raven moments? No, I'll be like, <laughs> it'd be like the whole scenario is playing out, and then I pop out, and I'm like, "Hey, self, myself said what? Is this real? <laughs> yeah, she really tried to make this point. Damn, is this any of this true? Well, any opinion has some truth to it, but now nah, this sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> okay, pop back in, you know, something like that." That's how I envision it. But for many other people, it can look differently. It could be just like, mm, is she right? Well, dang, there was that one time. Well, there was that other time. Mm, I may do that. I may. I don't think, I don't necessarily think I have a blank stare on my face, though. I think. Oh, it's That's a Raven. I like. You got the That's a Raven. Do I? Oh, no, you kind of get mad. You kind of look mad, but then I'm, it's like, I'm not mad. I'm just thinking. I. <sighs> I think that I just have a resting bitch face. <laughs> so, like, people think I'm mad a, a lot of the time. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so, that could be that. Um, but, no, I do often, like, when people are talking to me, I am, like, sitting there, like, really analyzing their words, I can mm-hmm. say. And sometimes I do focus in on... So, I am big on eye contact. So, I try to make eye contact with people. But if it's, like a real pressing like conversation i think that i focus in on it's gonna sound really weird i like zoom in on their lips oh <laughs> and like really look at the words coming out of their mouth if they can <laughs> if you could yeah i sound crazy um, Ooh, okay but All like right. i really i do though and i'm just like okay like and like really really trying to I don't know, I guess attach their emotion to those words and where it's going or whatever. But like that, that's kind of how I process stuff. It's either that or like if I'm on the phone and someone's talking, I stare at one thing somewhere like wherever I am and like really just focus on that thing and listen. It's weird. Hey, whatever gets you there. Yeah, I definitely do pay attention, though. I still pay attention to the body language for the most Mm -hmm. part. That's funny. I never really thought about it on both sides. Like, yeah, 
your body language as well. Like I do, but I don't. Not to the, as much as trying to focus on theirs. Anyways, next one. Being aware of your differences. Individuals' perception of the same event or piece of information can vary a great deal. Different backgrounds lead to different expectations of the world, and we tend to hear what we expect to hear. Put yourself in your partner's shoes and gear your message specifically toward him or her. Make sure it has been received accurately by asking for feedback. Also remember that many words and concepts have different meanings, and so they are often open to misinterpretation. Because I just wrote down in my keys to communication, words matter. So be mindful of the words you use, the words that you select, because, I mean, I think what there's a, an experiment that's always talked about and related to communication is the whole, the way you describe like a car accident, mm -hmm. you would imagine the impact of it. So if the car was driving and it bumped into the car in front of it versus the car was driving and it slammed into the next car or a car was driving right. and it completely obliterated the other car. You can, based on those words, bumped, slammed, obliterated, you can imagine the different speeds, the latter increasing. Right. Same thing lands with, you know, what you're saying. So... Like, this job is an abomination, like, clearly, like, or, like, <laughs> this job kind of sucks. Right. You know, like, or this job could be better. All mean different things. And those people interpreting what you're saying either can see, hey, they have some hope, or they have to, hey, they have completely no hope of this job, and they are going to leave us tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to, like it says, be aware of your differences, I feel like a lot of times in disagreements, a lot of people feel like the disagreement is not resolved if they don't get the other person to agree with them mm -hmm. and vice versa. And that's not necessarily the case. I think that's a an unreal standard, especially in relationships. Like, in my opinion, there you're not going to come across a person that you are going to agree with all the time, 100%. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It is okay for you not to agree with someone. And it's okay for them not to agree with you. The point that it becomes an issue is when we're disrespectful about it. Mm -hmm. Or you just can't seem to understand that someone can have a different opinion or point of view than yourself am i does it sound like i'm making sense <laughs> okay like and it causes more issues like if you if you're like in a relationship with someone and you're like trying to be like yeah well this is kind of like how i want my life to go from here or whatever and you know their wants and needs and desires or definition of success might be different from yours and that is fine especially with relationships Keep in mind, relationships are about compromise and compromise does happen sometimes through healthy communication. Sometimes. As long as we're <laughs> majority of the time. It should. Yeah, it should. Like that's, that's the point of it. But like some people are just like, oh no, I communicate. It's very possible for you to communicate, but then at the same time you miss this piece and don't respect or acknowledge your differences. So, yes, you've done all the other steps, but at the end of the day, you're still like, oh, well, you're stupid because you don't agree with what I say. <laughs> you're doing all the work for no reason at that point. Yeah, I'm definitely. Understand that it's very much possible for you to communicate healthy and still not agree with the other person's perspective. But if you do it in a respectful way, it's all good. Mm -hmm. Compromise. 
you move forward. Push through and move forward. I think in our relationship with other people, we definitely want or we bring up things that bother us because we specifically have something in mind that we want from them or for them to change. Mm -hmm. And we feel like, oh, you know, it'll be a successful conversation if and only if I get what I want. And so I have to finesse. I have to use this mouthpiece to uh right. to get what i need and it's like and that's that's not the purpose of yeah there's there's a, there's a chance that you will get what the what you want and then be like oh yeah i didn't know you wanted an extra twinkie like i got one right here bam <laughs> but there are some times where it's like it's not a twinkie it's not a you right. know the date on friday or a day off next week because you have to go to a funeral it's sometimes something that's intangible like yo I want you to, you know, tell your mom she can't come over here no more. Oh, because she stirred the kids. Or, you know, could you, when your family comes over, can you not act different around me? Or when you come to my house, don't directly walk to my fridge and see what's in it. It's 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 stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone, dang, I'm really trying to think of like something from like a platonic relationship. I think for the most part, if you are talking, I mean. One, consider, like, you guys are having conflict because you guys come from two different places. You guys have different mm -hmm. views on a particular subject. Mm -hmm. And the most that you should look, the most that you can take from it, from a positive experience, is usually going to be understanding of where the other person comes from. And then you can then proceed to get to negotiation. But if you guys are just like, look, I'm, we're trying to all-out battle and win and enforce enforce and get their will one person's gonna win one person's gonna lose and that loser is not gonna be happy most likely they could just dip or you know see what what's the point of <laughs> what's the point of ever talking to you then that's even worse <laughs> facts so keep that in mind um and then our last step is resolving conflict conflicts naturally will arise whenever people are living together or just in the same household, or, same you know, vicinity. just being people. Yeah. Yeah. Conflicts can occur for many reasons, including black and white thinking, clashing standards or beliefs, unresolved childhood issues. I'm going to say that one more time. Unresolved childhood issues. And the background stress of modern life. Mm. Conflicts potentially can be useful and channeled in healthy ways as long as they do not involve threats or stubbornness. They can stimulate discussion and even bring people in a relationship closer together if each partner expresses his or her feelings and opinions in an honest and loving way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, as I said, the part that I repeated that unresolved childhood issues y'all gotta work on that man <laughs> like it is, like for real for real like are you I, I feel like that is like now when i'm just talking about relationship wise like if when i'm meeting a new person that can possibly become a partner or dating someone like that's one of my questions like are you aware of your childhood traumas mm. and if like and if you are, like, what are you doing to resolve them? Ooh. Is that a first date question? Or is that like a, like a after first date we talk in between dates question? 
it's more like a put between dates or, you know, if you're talking for quite some time before you actually go on a real date, like, then yeah, I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Write it down. Mm-hmm. You might need that. I don't know. I definitely, I definitely <laughs> will put that. I think a, a between date after the second, mm-hmm. cause you know, I definitely feel like if I talk to you more, it's not because I'm a man and cause I don't press these matters early. It's just because I feel like you'll open up more to me after that second date. That or I'm willing like, to I'm willing to listen a little bit deeper. After yeah, that I feel like me personally, um, because I've just had so many damaged Negroes um, come into my life. Like, I feel like it's almost an ongoing question for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I might ask it towards the beginning, listen to your answer, listen to how you say you are resolving them, observe you for a few weeks, maybe a couple months. <laughs> observe, like behind a, like a yes. double mirror, just like, uh-huh, okay, cool. Like, checking to see if you are really doing the work that you said you were doing, and if other red flags have come up to um, possibly say there are some other trauma trauma or unresolved issues and then I'll ask you again but yeah definitely being aware of the things that you've been through like like I said before no one's perfect like that's just not it's just it's not a thing it's unreasonable you're crazy to think that someone's perfect (sighs) I hate that I use the word crazy but you know what I mean um but yeah like you have to be aware like be aware of your shit man like (laughs) know what you're bringing to the table Mm. because some people really like the older i get i really realize that a lot of people are really oblivious to the issues that they're bringing to the table exactly that's problem that's a problem for real and i feel like you know a lot of these issues could be resolved with communication Cause man, I mean, some communication if people are willing, willing and ready. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be aware that you are taking some baggage, which is yeah, like everybody. Mm-hmm. No matter what you say, everybody has baggage. Because right. it's one of my communication keys. Is that, you know, based off your own personal experiences or your own personality, you're taking that in and using that as a filter for your communication with other people in your other relationships, platonic, Mm -hmm. romantic, you know, familial. You're using that filter all throughout. So if you're the type that, you know, usually because of everything I've been through or just because of my style. I am not going to talk to you long. And if this conversation goes past 10 minutes, I'm out. Or I just mean just based off my raising of my from my parents. And because a result of that, I have developed to be super independent. I can cut you off at any time. So if you were not, I'm not, I'm not mostly the likely the person to talk. I like to see action. And if I don't see it within a short amount of time, yo, we're, Where's Swoosh at? <laughs> You're done. Sorry, buddy. That's what you be doing to people? Man. 
That is terrible. It's bad, but hey, you know, I, I, I'm quick to protect my energy. I get protecting your energy, but it's like, are you communicating that that you're that way to the people before you be like, ah, I'm out of this? As I gave my scenario to you, Nay, about when, when the good morning test should be rescinded. Oh, so you just dipping out on people. I, hey, not good. I'm just saying. No, nope. so I propose to Nay of the game plan relating to these dates. Mm-hmm. I am going to go hard for you. Good morning. Good conversation. Questions about your life. How are you doing? I'm going to go with the whole works. Most likely, mm-hmm. I will do good about like, hey, if you're having a tough day, like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, you know, tomorrow will be better. You know, like, I, I might give you therapy light. Two weeks, you know, awesome, attentive. I'll listen. You know, I'll throw in a phone conversation as well. We'll do a whole shebang. Most likely, without a shadow of a doubt, there will be a day where I am just like exhausted because whether it's keeping up with you, whether it's, you know, because of work, whether it's me checking with my family, doing this podcast, I am going to have a day where I will most likely either be busy and miss that good morning text window, or, you know, I just may not feel like talking to anybody, save that space for me. If you cannot give me that, hello, good morning, or, hey, I haven't heard from you today, up until, like, what, 6, 7 o'clock, for a whole day, if you can go without talking to me for four, a whole day after I gave you all of that for two weeks, no, I, I, I don't see a point. So who's to say she didn't have a busy day at work too? Oh, we quiet now. We quiet. I'm gonna edit that part out. I'm thinking we get response. No, no, <laughs> get out of here. Cause you know I'm right. Like before it was okay. So you went it first of all. The first time he presented this to me, he didn't go into that much of detail. So. It was just straight up. We've been talking for two I weeks. I'll, short. I'll, yeah. I'll text. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time you made it seem like so just like you were much more involved, much I'm more uh, engaged with deep this person. In it, putting in work. So last time, clearly, last time, because I got the very short version of that mm-hmm. and not so much detail, mm-hmm. I was like, it's only two weeks in. She don't really know you yet. Chill out. Um, In this situation, I'm still low-key chill out. Like, I understand how you would get, feel some type Mm -hmm. of way, but you also have to understand, you have to afford people the same, like, grace as yourself. You had a day at work where Mm -hmm. you were just busy too, and that happens. Like, because I can sit here and tell you, like, I will be super engaged in a conversation, like, if I'm talking to somebody or we're dating or whatever, but... There are days where my job is just like ridiculous. Bro, you know this. There are days when you you're talking to me about mm-hmm. like podcast shit and I respond 2 days later like my bad bro, like I thought I replied or like I just got really really busy. And, there's and it the happens. Grace. Yes. Day 1, 
Cool. Day two. Hmm. Day three. Give her Bro, back to the street. You streets. also have to consider. Stop. <laughs> you also have to understand that y'all are not together. This is something like I feel like you have the right to be in your feelings if you have established like, oh, we're exclusively dating and I'm only talking to you type of thing. That's the time you can get in your feelings. But if you're still trying to get a get to know a person, like I feel like you should not take that person. But yet, if I wait two days to message you back and I hit you, then I'm the bad guy. No one said that. Who said that? So if a dude don't talk to you for two days. Who who said that? If a guy don't talk to you for two days and he hits you back on the third, you cool with that? You guys can resume? Yeah. It's happened. I've had a guy text me back like a couple of days later, like my bad, I'm the worst texter. And I'm just like, it's all good. You know, shit happens because I didn't text your ass either. So it is what it is. I guess it's different strokes for different folks, you know? Yeah, you being sensitive. Stop it. Me? Yes. Hey, it's the way my past is set up, my personality, you know? You're a Capricorn, huh? Now, why you gotta throw that in here? Are you? You are. Yo, first six of the year. That's what it is. Six God. This is why. It's amazing that I haven't, like, strangled <laughs> you yet. Like you cancers ain't nothing? First of all, we're amazing people. Nuts. But uh, this, what? <laughs> I am very much saying it's you Capricorns that are psychopaths. Um, um my, I know um, because my mom is a Capricorn. Don't play with her. <laughs> exactly. Your mom is a, mom's a different breed. I don't know. No, no, uh, y'all are very much alike. She, she a, very she much a alike. late Capricorn. No, you guys are very much alike. But yes, be aware. Of your personality traits, your own baggage that you're bringing in. Quite often we call those interpersonal issues. Whether you have mistrust, whether you have dependence, over-dependence on people. And so you accommodate yourself for them, giving up stuff that you need. Whether it's hypercriticalness and you have a lot of shoulds. So you should all over yourself. You should help them out. You should do this for them. You should... Did you just say you should all over yourself? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people say that, but then again, that might be just a therapy joke. So. Bro, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> did I just hear right now? So, uh, you may have like fear oh, of like gosh. people will leave you. Be aware of that as you go into these conflicts and issues, because that will frame things of how you interpret feelings and also how you communicate. For sure. I got a, I got a few uh, communication keys to wrap us up on. Hit them. Hit us. First, well, we already hit no without feelings, but I want to remind you of that. I already gave you the be aware of the baggage you're bringing into these conversations, but also be aware that if you guys are at the peak game of your communication styles, if you're Jordan the fourth with your communication, or Kobe, or LeBron, and you got to carry carry other people's communication. Be aware that not everybody's going to have the same skills as you or be willing to listen to what you have to say. So then be prepared to also make that next move after they show you that they can't have that conversation with you. Even if you dumb it down or even if you lighten it up or put as many compliments in there to soften the blow. 
you will then have to make a decision of whether, hey, I got to let you go. Or I got to set stricter boundaries with you. Not just whether it's, hey, you know, what are we? You don't want to give me an answer. It's not just that. Mm -hmm. It's other relationships with like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like they said, mom, I don't want anybody over here at my house. I just want it to be a small group. If mom's like, no, we bring, we bring, actually bringing twice as many. Yo, we lock your door. Maybe we, we don't <laughs> lock our door, pretend like we ain't home. We or we, you know, say, hey, mom, then we got to have it somewhere else and be firm on it. Or it might be like a couple of kids who I've been working with lately. It's, it's dad or mom doesn't want to be involved in your life. And you try to have conversations with them about it. What's the what's the likelihood that they'll come around and what are we going to do next? So in order for you to protect your your happiness and your joy and your sanity and your own mental health. So. And, you know, the next one is, you know, communication styles say a lot about somebody. If someone likes to just be hard and loud and force their point to make sure that they're right. Probably may not be the best friend that you want. Or if you feel like your friend or so-and-so is just kind of always doesn't have anything good to say. They just always want to nitpick at you and what you're doing, even though what you're doing is good. That definitely kind of sounds like a lot of insecurities. That might not be what you need right now. Facts. And of course, last but not least, you know, tough conversations are tough conversations for a reason. At any point in time, if you're having trouble deciding whether or not to say something or what to say at all, feel free to reach out. Talk to a friend, talk to your boo, talk to parents, or, you know, you can always find your neighborhood therapist. Or you can talk to Nay. Or slide in our DMs. Slide in those DMs. Yes. We're we're here to help as much as possible. And if you're looking for a fine tenderoni, you can always slide to Danae's DMs. Oh, Danae underscore V A H N E S S. Whoa! Line them up. Let's go. The disrespect. What is? Don't do that. I'm. That's your favorite phrase right now. It is. You in my business? Don't do that. so overall people we really really just hope that we have equipped you with some skills to help you communicate yourself clearly and healthy manner so everybody can respect you and you know you're not popping off you're not asking people to come bail you out because you had to pop off at work like we want you to have a job and be happy and be able to communicate with other people. X. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much the episode, y'all. Hopefully this will, this will help you. Um. Being that those holidays is coming up, you know, you might have to tell the people, don't come to my house. You know, use use the skills. Let us know how it goes. Mm-hmm. But anyways, as always, we thank y'all for listening. This is Love Yours, the podcast, the podcast that promotes Black mental health, Black mental wealth, and Black mental stability. And they will forever be out of reach until you love yours. As always, we encourage you guys to like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. You can listen to the podcast on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, and now Spotify, because we are doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, share us, you know, tell your aunts, your cousins. Actually, probably not your aunts. Maybe this episode you can share with like your aunts and your parents, but you know. Sorry, y'all. Except for that beginning. We might have to bleep out that might, intro. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe fast yeah, forward damn. that part. Mm. Um, probably, yeah. that's an, probably that <laughs> scenario, too, about telling your mom you don't want all them people in your house. You might want to skip that part, yeah. too. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know. Y- y'all know. You know what to let your parents listen to and what not to let them listen to. Because, you know, I be cussing. I'm sorry. Not my fault. <laughs> I don't let my mom listen to these episodes. Anyways. <laughs> You can follow the podcast on IG at loveyours underscore podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at loveyours underscore pod. Uh, you can follow me, your girl, Vanessa Denae at Denae underscore Vanessa. That's D-A-N-E-E underscore V-A-H-N-E-S-S-A. And that's both IG and Twitter. You can follow this guy. Swoosh night. Swoosh underscore K-N-I-G-H-T. Holla at your boy. IG and Twitter. Yeah, and that's it. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. y'all to tune into season four episode three low-key thankful it's only the first few minutes <sighs> of the opening please are we really doing this please are we really be on my side because she said yes and then okay, wanted so to clearly, throw it to him because then he's wanted petty. to throw it to him that you invited yourself because women love that response anyways clearly he is petty and went to look up the episode to find the exact scene so i was wrong they weren't in the kitchen i think i'm thinking of when they were fighting they're in the bed they're in the bed whatever but i still feel like the interaction between them in the conversation like if she didn't tell you up front, don't invite yourself. Holidays are a big thing. If we think about relationships, holidays are a big thing. Like, unless my significant other tells me about it, like invites me to come, asks me to come, I'm not going to be like, oh, should I come? No. You invited yourself. Let us know, y'all. Beware of that, Kings. You invited <laughs> yourself. <sighs> All right.